0: Steve Sipple. hike! The conversation gets even more uncomfortable, okay? Omaha! <clears throat> Steve Sipple on The Connor Happer Show on 1620,
1: The Zone. And we're joined now by our dear friend, Stephen M. Sipple, on the 42 Degrees The Source hotline. Sipple, hello? Good afternoon, how are you? Potter,
0: I'm doing fine. How are you doing?
1: Oh uh, you don't sound fine. what's going on?
0: Oh it's got what everybody's got or he don't have it apparently but no yeah.
1: I don't think everybody's got it.
0: Everybody has a cold except for you
1: No, that's not true. Pull question does everybody have a cold I I don't I don't think everybody has a cold.
0: Everybody in Nebraska has a cold except for you
1: That's not true Josh doesn't have a cold. Josh is fine
0: has a cold
1: other <laughs> my, my other co- co-workers don't seem to have a cold
0: yeah well it's going around though okay Somebody it. uh what do you what
1: have you been up to over the last uh week here simple I like to I like to live vicariously through you sometimes what's going on
0: oh what now um not all that interesting just mostly shows and work work and shows shows and work and work and shows
1: just grinding
0: Pretty much, yeah. It's been that kind of. It's been kind of that way. I don't know that anybody's all that interested. I am um, not working much today, but um, but I'm, you know,
1: I got to work the weekend. You gotta be due for a ride out on the uh, on the hog with this weather. Yeah,
0: I I I did I did last weekend, and I will I will. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of moving. I think I'm moving in that general direction. That's
1: good. Uh, by the way, I got an email from uh, from listener Brian who says, I have a cold. He says he has a cold. So there you go. Maybe it is going uh, around.
0: You're going to get a uh, – I hope your server's in good shape because you're going to get a lot of uh, emails here coming up.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's just in Crime Town. Who knows? Uh, crime. Yeah, that's that's Lincoln, Crime Town.
0: Oh, is that what we're calling
1: it? Well, there's a lot of crime there.
0: That's unfair. <laughs> from somebody in Omaha
1: there there there's a lot of crime in lincoln that's what we've come to realize anytime i hear about lincoln it's just crime
0: that's unfair mm. that's unfair
1: they call us I, you know what you should know this from your message board they call omaha swim town on your message board
0: swim town because you have that yeah <laughs> it's we are in the throes of february we really
1: are we are uh speaking of that uh, Matt Rule commenting on uh, scheduling philosophies this week has had to like carry the water for uh, for a couple days. Nebraska football topic wise, um, y- y- do you agree with Matt Rule on his on his seemingly weaker non-con scheduling philosophy going forward?
0: I've always, I've said it for a few years actually, so I, there's no way you're gonna you can probably find some audio or something that I've written. I've never I've never. I don't think I've ever been that clear about it like Matt Rule was, but right. yeah. When you're in the Big Ten, I don't think you need to especially right now where Nebraska's at. I don't think you need to play a marquee power five team in your non conference schedule. Um you don't need to literally. I mean you don't you're not gonna have to now with the twelve team right
1: nobody's making you,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's I think he's mostly talking strategically. Um, I would talk strategically and kind of just otherwise. I, I so, you know, times have changed at Nebraska. There was a time when it was all right. We'll play anybody, anytime, anywhere. Um, those days are gone. They might come back, and then I would change. My my thinking would evolve if Nebraska does sort of you know put four or five straight years together of top five, top ten, even. Even top ten finishes, and I'd say, yeah, maybe go play somebody. Maybe maybe go we'll play Florida State at a neutral site, or just play a home at home with right. a, with a, with a big time program. But I don't. And I, no, I don't want to take the I don't want to take the thinking the other way too far either. I mean, I don't. I don't, Michigan went a little too far with it with its schedules the last two seasons, but nobody seemed to care that much about that there was some commentary about it but no, it wasn't overwhelming
1: well i i think what he was you know what he got to was rule did was like until somebody basically tells us that you know until there is a defined scheduling format and we look around and we realize that you know it, it, we, we have to do this because they look around right now and they realize, Oh wait, nobody else is really doing this to themselves. So why would we do this to ourselves as well? I think that's sort of more of the thought process for them. Maybe he, you know, I think he gets it from the strategic part of things. Um, and he explained that a little bit, but mostly it's like, Hey, until we all get on the same page schedule, and schedule, basically, Hey, if the sec is not doing it, then we're, we don't feel the need to really, you know, beat ourselves with a, with a, with a really difficult schedule.
0: Right, I mean, it's not. It's just a philosophical discussion. There's no right or wrong answer. I understand. I mean, if Nebraska was going to play Texas this coming season, it would be exciting. Colorado's exciting, though. I mean, that's that's enough for me. Um, again, you don't want to go too far with it. There have been times I thought Nebraska pushed it a little too far. Um, you know, Furman like a Furman game. Who the hell? Else. They brought in somebody from Florida that was. You know, it was just a, it just wasn't. It's was kind of a a waste of time. I
1: don't. Oh, you were like talking it. about on the bad on the bad side. Yeah. Uh, yeah the the was, Fordham the Fordham replacement game that year that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, there was. Yeah,
1: there's been some Bethune Cookman. Bethune
0: Cookman was a waste of time. <laughs> I mean, it was it felt like a waste of time.
1: Um, but you see, you seem like like I don't know. I don't want to you know put a blanket over you, but like you know, you, you have this kind of nostalgic maybe view of college football. Um, I I feel like you would love big games against with power teams going up against power teams, which we get all the time in the big 10, but you know, it's, I think that's the perspective that I look at it from. Like I, I want Nebraska to play big games because I like watching them play in big games. And I think it's fun.
0: Oh, it's fun for sure. But my job's not on the line. So um, everybody, and I don't coach a team in the Big Ten. A lot of where I come from is the physicality of the Big Ten. I, it's really a physical league, and I'm not just talking at the top. You saw games against Northwestern and Purdue that I thought were strikingly physical. I'd mean, like, wow, Northwestern, which Northwestern proved to be pretty good, so not really saying much there. And Northwestern, I mean, think about the hits. Heinrich Harburg took in the Purdue game. I think those basically, basically, what pretty much took him out of his season. I mean, he, he got hammered by safety down in the red zone. Those ends got him. One of the ends got him a couple times. They had two really good outside linebacker slash rush ends. See, I'm talking about Purdue and Northwestern, right? Okay, I'm not talking about Michigan. Michigan hard enough to deal with physically. It's a, it's a it's more of a physical conversation. Than anything. I don't even know how much I'd go down. I wouldn't be as oh, I guess supportive, I guess, of Matt rules if they were still the Big 12 and Nebraska were still a top 10 type program. Way different conversation. Way different. Big 12 was not nearly as physical. Not nearly as physical. Um, so yeah, it's the conversation evolved and I understand where he's coming
1: from. I, I imagine um one day that we'll be talking about a world where maybe the the Big 10 and SEC are collabing on more things and they they've created almost like a scheduling format where you know it, to to build your non-conference schedule you get a little bit of freedom but they have to be you know game 1 has to be from this collection of teams game 2 has to be from a collection of this this collection of teams and game 3 maybe we get to a you know, a day where we have an SEC Big Ten challenge or something like that. I, I, I feel like we're not that far away from that at the moment, considering the SEC and Big Ten's relationship is sort of, um, you know, they're they're coming together on some things now. Uh, so I'm just imagining a world where that's coming true, and it's it's very very different than it is right now.
0: Yeah, I'm just living in a world where you just blew up all my nostalgic feelings with that take. Um, I sure.
1: D- hey, look, I don't love it. I don't. I don't want it. But I think we're headed there. Who wants it? Now, uh, I, I, who wants it is a great question. I don't think anybody right, actually wants, wants it. Wants it. And who wants it? So why is I
0: these college football conversations this time of year are I mean, it's just it's a horrible time of year for college football because you turn on the radio and you're listening to talk about NIL and, and not and I don't know you're right. I mean I'm part of the my reaction to that take by you is you're probably right. But who wants that? And why do we, why does college football do so many things that nobody likes or wants? I don't get that. I'll, it's strange to me. It's like, become sort how, of, how about
1: the example of, uh, of, of announcing a 12 team playoff and then immediately saying, no, actually I, I think we'd prefer 14. Let's do that in two years. Right. Who's asking for this?
0: Right. I mean, it's, but weird. The sport has gotten a little odd to me in a lot of ways. And maybe it's just the off season that gets weird. Sure. Because because there's so much there's all these stories you know, all these stories. There's so many committees and boards and it's like, what the hell? Um I <laughs> can't wait for August thirty first.
1: Yep. Uh you're right. The, the the tone and the tenor around the sport certainly changes in this in the months where we're not playing.
0: That gets exciting. That gets exciting. And I just kind of want to submerge myself in the Pacific and not not get up for a while.
1: Well, the good news is you won't have to submerge yourself in the Pacific if uh, you're interested in college basketball in yeah. in yeah. in Lincoln. Um right. has Nebraska checked enough boxes like for you to to feel good about I don't know necessarily their postseason chances because they, they seem to be in pretty good shape to me right now. Like do you, do you like where they're at as a team? Because I know you've been watching them closely.
0: Yeah, I you know what I have. I've liked I've liked them for some time. I for the last few weeks. I mean, I kind of liked them from the start. I've, what I've been saying all season is I really like them offensively. They're a good shooting team. Fred put together a team that's really dangerous. When I say dangerous, I don't mean without flaws. But definitely. they are—they are definitely dangerous. And all—all all I was doing in the when I sized them up in the off-season, as Fred put together the roster, was, was simple. They have Casey. And case they got really, you know, he was really efficient and dangerous at the end of last season. Let's see what Fred puts around him. Oh God, Bryce Williams watched this film at Charlotte. Oh God, he can, yeah, he can shoot now, but he's a. He's he's, he's he's a good shooter that'll be a problem for defenses wiltshire who's always had a beautiful shot hasn't always been effective but he's always had a beautiful shot he's been dangerous at times okay you got wiltshire mass didn't know he i knew he'd be a good shooter didn't know he'd be as good he and Casey are really dangerous John gary can heat up um they're just they're hard to deal with now they're not again without flaws they don't you know they're they're, if they run into a team that's big physical and active in the paint it it can be a problem because they're rink rink's a very good player but he's not you know he's not a big physical jumper you know um and they don't they turn it over a little bit too much um you know, because the point guard, maybe it's a point guard issue. Although they, definitely, they're starting to bring Jamarcus Lawrence off the bench, and that's looking pretty good. Yeah, that's fabulous. been huge. Yeah, he looks fabulous the other night in Indiana. No, there's no. They got my attention. They got everybody They should have everybody's attention. Well, they apparently do. This game sold out against Minnesota. It's been sold out over there for the past past few games. So, yeah, they're 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 going to get in. It looks like, and I think that this I, I kind of. I'd be a little surprised if they didn't get, get a win of the tournament.
1: Yeah, I, I, well, I was just going to ask you that because I, I could kind of feel that you were leading to that. Um, how many times have you felt that way over over the la- over your time around the team? Because I I could think of a few teams that that didn't make the tournament that maybe I felt like hey they would have had a pretty good chance. Um, and then you could speak more to to what they were doing, you know, before my time around. But like, how, how many times have you felt? this good about a Nebraska basketball team this late in the season
0: when they had the Copeland Palmer Roby Watson group together and they were you know before they lost Roby I guess
1: 17 18. Just
0: very yeah very at various times during the Palmer Copeland Roby Watson time I thought they were plenty good enough to do a lot of things that was it though I didn't you know when Tim went to the Miles took them in 2014 to San Antonio. That was a a good team, but they got a bad matchup. I don't think hardly anybody expected them to beat Baylor, and they didn't come close. So it's been a while. It's kind of been a while, you know. I mean, certainly none of Fred's first teams, you know, first three teams or four teams. I didn't think those teams were. Come on. So it's been a long time, and Nebraska's only been in the tournament but one time in the last how many years?
1: Ten. Yeah.
0: One time in the last ten years. Um, So, no, we haven't had these conversations. But now I think it's clear to just about everybody, it should be, that this is a legit NCAA team. They would have to play their way out of that now. And I don't see that happening at all. It seems like they're, they're really getting aggressively better to me doesn't mean they can have you know, just like any team they can have an off night but I don't I mean, they're just, they're just legit to me
1: no you're right I think I, I feel like they're getting I'm getting increasingly more comfortable with them as as we get yeah. closer and closer to the end of the season which is a, a good sign all right simple uh rest up my friend have a good weekend yeah rest
0: I will take care
1: all right simple <laughs> yeah sure whatever I guess I'll rest that guy's not gonna rest. <laughs> He's gonna be doing something. Be on the phone with somebody always. What do you What do you think about that question, Josh? What's the question? I, and I don't know. I, I don't know how much um, how much context you could you could give it, but like I guess I I feel as good about this team at at this late in the season with Nebraska basketball as I have about any nebraska basketball team at this point of the season that I've ever that I've ever seen now I wasn't around for like you know I don't know I, my my history with Nebraska basketball doesn't actually date back that long um but I I feel better about this team at this point in the season than I did the team that made the tournament <laughs> you know I I just think they're a better team like we said yesterday who, yeah. would, who would win out of this team between the 13 14 team I think this team would win um, I don't think this team would beat seventeen, eighteen. That won It was seventeen, eighteen, right? Let me make sure I get that right. Um, yeah, that won twenty-two games, and then you know got a top-four seed in the Big Ten, lost to Michigan, and then got banished to the NIT. I, I might, I, I feel better about this team's chances to make it. I don't know if they're a better team. Okay, I follow. Right. So you have to kind of combine the things mm-hmm. together. Because the Big Ten is just a little bit stronger this year, and Nebraska has done a good job of navigating it, and they have the big wins that they weren't able to have that year, and so that team won 22 games, and they got left on the uh, on the doorstep of the NCAA tournament, or maybe on the, like the driveway of the NCAA tournament. Um, they're in a much better position from like a they're going to make the tournament standpoint. But like, how do I feel about just the way that they're playing and what they could potentially get out of this team? Yeah, I I feel like with their inconsistencies like we discussed earlier with BC with their inconsistencies with their kind of roller coaster nature nature a little bit about them they have enough options to find the right combo that works for them on a game to game basis are they upset proof hell no you know could they lose one of these last four like of course sure um and then could they you know if you're if you're in the ncaa tournament as a 10 it's a, it's the same. You're gonna play the team that that looks exactly the same for. Looks me. a lot like you. Yeah, they're a seven or they're pl- an eight. They're a nine. They're gonna look just like you. And if you're gonna play in Omaha, that helps. It sure doesn't hurt. That certainly helps. So it's about whether they play well that day, <laughs> and then the matchups, yeah. of course, as well. But from from my like you know, for my knowledge of Nebraska basketball, this is good as I've felt about a team this late in the year in a, uh, you know, probably ever. Probably ever. I'm running out of things to critique them on. Interesting. Interesting. Just wait till they lose on Sunday, Josh, and then you're just going to hop all over them. Can't beat the Gophers. Mm -mm -mm. Hey, look, I got an email from uh, Bullet Point Bob. Oh, oh, it's about Creighton, so we can get to it still in the uh, the 1 o'clock hour. We'll come back. Uh, we still got to preview of the weekend in basketball. We still have. We, we can talk about some baseball, baseball as well, college baseball. And we have to talk about uh, how many balls I saw yesterday.
0: Yeah, the
1: answer might surprise the, you. The, check out number five. It might shock you. <laughs> but coming up next, fair or foul from Kevin Durant last night. Next on sixteen twenty the zone.